Previously on Those Were the Days. When it's quiet, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> That's why we do this. Uh... <laughs> that mom and dad had snuck away to the garage for a little alone time. Achmonic, that sounds like a typo. I watched the show, I watched the cartoons. 1986 yeah. toilet paper, it's not going to dry you off, my dude. But like watching it's a whole different verb. Mm-hmm. He's really tainted yeah. to me. And he hates you for it. It was us. We're the ones that's that forget the microwaves, guys. I mean, this is evidently a guy who has spent his entire life going to the Y gym. Believe it or not, we got a new show. We're digging into that classic TV. Those were the days sharing our memories. Who could it be? Yeah, it's me, Stephen Travis, and Amy. Those Were the Days is filmed before a live internet audience. Hello. And welcome to Those Were the Days. This is our little show talking about little TV here and there, where we talk about the TV we loved back in the day. I'm your host this week, Audie Norman. Joining me are my fellow compadres in this adventure. We've got Amy. Hello. Steven. Hey, hey. And Travis. Hello there. So, welcome to the show. Um, I hope you like the little intro there. Uh, I, we I loved it. Couldn't help myself. Had to. How do you not with this, that. with this show, the topic that we're talking about, how do you not do a rendition of that? Right. Song? Right. So we're talking about pilots as we're just getting started with the show. Last week we talked about Alf. That was Travis's pilot choice. My pilot choice this week is the greatest American hero. This was a yeah. show about a guy who gets superpowers. Kinda. So, I just want to start out, what did everybody think about it? Um, I, I, can, can, can I go? Yeah, I'm go so for excited. It. Yeah. This show was everything I ever wanted in, in any show ever. It was a movie. It was a movie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just an episode. This was, a, and it was a, like a proper origin story of a hero. It had a little bit of drama, had a little bit of com- surprisingly good special effects. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for the time. All around. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. I mean, yeah, given its time and place, I sat down to watch it and I was like, well, dang. Um, I expected this to be way more cheeseball-y than it is, but the sincerity of everybody acting in this show. Really, really is what sold it for me. I'm like that dude playing uh, Richard Hinckley. What was his name? Hinckley. Yeah, yeah. That Ralph, Ralph Hinckley. Ralph yeah, Hinckley. for a little bit. He was selling it. I believed every bit of his performance. And like Emmy winner, em, give him one. Those were the days <laughs> Emmys. Just, <laughs> he gets one. But yeah, dug it. Travis, what about you? Uh, I mean, so I remember the show being on at some point in reruns when I was a kid. And I couldn't have told you anything about it other than the theme song was super catchy and the dude had a red suit. Um, 
but I I enjoyed it quite a bit. It, like Steven, it, it was fun to watch. It was it was a made for TV movie that was a pilot episode. It William Cat uh, was great. I loved how it started off. It dove, it dove right into the action. We got dude driving a uh, uh, like a dune buggy, trying to outrun the Mister Clean Mafia. It was awesome. Like that's just what started <laughs> off things, and it just it went up from there. Like. It was amazing. Uh, the special effects look super dated now, but they, they're good looking for the time and the fact that it was a TV. It was like somebody had seen Superman and was like, we need to do that, but we don't have the budget for it. That's all right. <laughs> we'll do it anyway. So I, I enjoyed it. I had a great time. All right, Amy, what'd you think? So believe it or not, I hadn't seen it before uh, watching <laughs> this. Nice. And um, so I... I knew it was a feature-length pilot. You told us it was a feature-length pilot. Like, I was aware that it was a feature-length pilot. (laughs) But I sat down to watch it, and I completely forgot it was a feature-length pilot. So I'm about 20 minutes in, and I'm like, man, we are not getting anywhere. How how much of this is left? And I was like, oh, an hour and 10 minutes. Cool. (laughs) Cool, cool. Um, Yeah, no, it... Basically, from uh, from Dune Buggy Skinheads on, I was like, "What, what is happening? What is happening right now?" Um, there's a couple of yikes moments. Oh, for sure, <laughs> as a show of its oh, yeah. time. Um, just before I forget, there's one point, and I don't know if this is like comedy of the time that I don't understand because that it was made in the year I was born. Um, but at at one point, uh. Bill is talking about how he can use the suit to to turn the tide of the Cold War, mm-hmm. and and Ralph says, "This isn't 1964. There's no Cold War." And I'm like physically yelling at my screen, like, "No, this is 1981, and there absolutely is." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like is this is this actually funny or I'm, I'm so confused? Yeah. I had the same thought when he said that. I was like, "Wait a minute, Wait, this is 1981. <laughs> Definitely a Cold you? War." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it, uh, yeah, no, it was it, it was. I think it was like twenty minutes too long, but it was. There's a lot. I did a lot of talking to the television while I was watching <laughs> this. I was like, like once we got to the custody battle subplot, I was like, hang on, and then. And then she's declaring love while he's basically stealing her car. And mm-hmm. I I mean, I guess if you're going to tell someone you love them for the first time when they're stealing your car is as good a time as any, but... I mean, admittedly, <sighs> there, are some, there are some leaps you have to make. Like, at one right. point, he says, oh, they've kidnapped Bill. And she's just like, they kidnapped Bill? And I'm thinking, you don't know who Bill you is. You don't know who... You've never you heard you know. you haven't even heard his name prior to that sentence. <laughs> and you're you have this emotional investment in that. Like did did I did I fall asleep for a few minutes and miss a, a, a vital plot point or was it Look, covered up by him. the Mr. Clean Mafia because I'm going to go back she to loves, that. That's good. <laughs> she loves Ralph, so anything he needs to do, she's in. You yeah. know? Until he goes he starts telling her about the space aliens that right. gave him the magic leotard. And then, and then it's like, like well, Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Oh, also <laughs> in in true, it's the greatest American hero, and that is no right. more that is, that is no more prevalent than when he loses the instruction manual to his super suit <laughs> right. and puts zero anyway. effort into finding it again. He does not go mm-hmm. back out there to get it. 
Like you had, you walked a mile in the desert along a road. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was on the side of the road. It's out there still to this day, just sitting there glowing, waiting for somebody right. to pick it up. Uh, every I mean, I would, sentence, I would go get it. Every <laughs> sentence, like like once they get the gang back together, right? Every sentence that Bill said to Rhonda, I wanted to slap him. <laughs> yes. like, I, I was yes. just or I don't remember. Is it no Pam? Pam. Which one? Pam. Pam. Rhonda's the uh, the girl high schooler. The the am I easy? Mm. What? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let me just ask my teacher. <laughs> Do you think I'm easy? Right. Ooh, oh, cheap. So yeah. let's pull it back a little bit. So this is the greatest American hero. Ran from March 18th, 1981 to February 3rd, 1983. The funny thing about that date. So it started March 18th, 1981. Our main character's name is Ralph Hinckley at the beginning. March 30th, 1981. March 30th, 1981, Ronald Reagan is has an assassination attempt on his life by John Hinckley Jr. So, Oops. Now we're talking about Greatest American Hero. <laughs> yeah. So a couple episodes in, it's just overdubbing every time Hinckley is mentioned. And the rest of the season, <laughs> he is Ralph Hanley, if they even say his last name. <laughs> Most of the time, it's just Ralph or Mr. H, which they already did in the pilot. So they've kind of established that. Good thing they hedged their bets on that one, then. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> and so, but then they came back to Hinkley, I think, in season two. It was like, we've got enough We're time. all over it by that It's time. blown yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's blown over. Amazing. Um, but yeah, this was uh, written, created, and produced by a guy by the name of Stephen J. Cannell. If you don't know that name, you've seen his work. He was mm. a writer on Columbo, co-created The Rockford Files, co-created A-Team, co-created 21 Jump Street, co-created Commish, uh, was the creator of one of my favorite stupid 90s shows, Renegade, if anybody <laughs> remembers that one. So, and this was like the first show that he actually had his own company at the end. So if you watched all the way to the end, and you've probably seen this at the end of other shows, he's the guy on the typewriter and then sh- throws it up and paper flings around and that turns into his little symbol thing. Yep. Um, but he's one of these guys who's had his hand all over TV. So, um, but this is one of his, his big ones. And it's funny you guys talking about how earnest the actors were with this. That was his whole push for this show. He wanted it to be as much as there's the goofiness of I lost the instruction booklet. He wanted it to be earnest. He wanted it to be a lot more grounded. He didn't want the, you know, big bad supervillain of the week kind of thing all the time. He wanted these show the shows and the the interactions with whatever's happening to be local and to be something that really means something and not just some big supervillain. Unfortunately, some of the producers that were with him early on left the show after the first season. Mm-hmm. So it kind of turned into Supervillain of the Week here and there as he fought with uh, ABC. But overall, I, that's one of the things I forgot about this pilot is how earnest everybody was. Like uh, William Catt as Ralph Hinckley, like he starts off as a teacher with... 
a class of what they called at the time special education students. I was like, I thought the same thing. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. Like, yeah, that, <laughs> that one dude's reading the paper. Yeah. Like, this is. So their, their uh, definition of special ed was different in 1981 than what we yeah, use today. Yeah. And I tried to do a little research and find out when that changed. I couldn't really find anything. It was just everything spe- special ed today, what it is. So, um, But I was th- thought it was funny, especially when that other guy in the beginning was like, yeah, just sit That's- on these kids and survive. <laughs> That's special ed for you. And I was like, Ooh, uh-huh. oh yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm cringing at that. And then he walks into the room and I'm like, oh, okay. So it's just, uh, all right. So it's, it's, yeah. what was, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the my, my wife actually saw that coming. Cause she was, she was watching it with me and she goes, I bet they're just like inner city kids. I bet that's mm-hmm. what yeah. he's dealing with. Yeah. And they yeah. walk in and they're just in a fight. She's like, see inner city kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's old, old so they're the troublemakers. It's like they just, yeah. just throw the chair back. It's fine. Yeah. Or yeah. using the the Bailey method with the lion <laughs> yeah. tamer mm. chair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Inner, by yeah. the way, they were inner city kids at the most rural high school in California I've ever seen. Yeah. And yeah. then it was just yeah. like, Just yeah, in the middle of the gonna, desert. I got a van. We're going to go on a field trip. <laughs> yeah. What, the, what, <laughs> what? What is that? Yeah. Into the middle of the night? Like, yeah. wait, are you... Because that's what we're going to do. That's how we teach these kids to be better. We're going to take them in the middle of the desert (laughs) for a reason we never see. We never see that part. We never get to see the geology happen. Nope. No. Do we know they're on the way back or they're they're on the way to the geology? We never find out. I guess it's assumed since they get back Mm -hmm. that they were on their way back. But we don't know that (laughs) when it happened. I feel like 20 minutes could have been used and we could have shuffled Mm -hmm. some minutes around. Right. (laughs) Well, we had to have the... Oh, I was just going to say, we had to have the meeting in the diner where the FBI exactly. agent pulls a yeah. gun on the 28-year-old yeah. high school on, student. On a, on a child. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, in the fiction, a child. Uh, who frequently interact in this show. Like, it's really funny how often they come together and they've got some uh, kind of collision of minds of what they're talking to each <laughs> other about. Like. Initially, he's just like, hey, you, who's this guy? Like, uh, he's looking at me funny. So let me pull a knife, and then he pulls a gun. He's like, no, you're fine. You're hey, fine. Wow, cool. No, you look cool. good. It's okay. <laughs> Never mind. It's like they wrote it as they were going along. Like, we've got the diner scene, mm-hmm. and we need them to talk to Bill. So the guy's like, hey, what's what's his face? Why is it looking at me? And that's, <laughs> yes. like, that's how they went. Yeah, there, there's definitely a lot of things that happen, especially at the beginning of this pilot, that the plot demands that this happens, so this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the plot demands that they need to be in the van in the middle of the night, in the middle of the desert. Yep. So there they, so are. they are. There they are. <laughs> the, they they had written in that opening chase, and so we had a uh, random FBI guy who's out there for reasons that we don't know. Right. Um, and then dies, apparently, but we don't apparently. see that happen, okay. and got picked up by aliens. Like, that whole thing was skipped. Yeah. <laughs> so that whole I, beginning. I gotta admit, I'm sorry, we didn't start there with the. Uh, yeah. What did you call it, Travis? The the Mister Clean Mr. Mafia. Mister Clean Mafia. Yeah. yeah. I kept thinking like, okay, is this supposed to be uh, updated? Like, instead of hoods, we're wearing aviators. Is that what we're I doing? Mean, I now? just thought like I thought they were skinheads. Like yeah. so your standard issue, and then and one they, of them is a a girl, and b they <laughs> yes. start singing hymns, and I was like, starts. Scene. What is happening? Oh that my threw gosh! Me. Like so what much. Is, what is going? I know that just, song, and that's still weird. Freaking weird. Run his dune buggy into a swamp. 
like the only puddle in the desert yep. and he gets stuck <laughs> mm-hmm. in it. He puts the dune buggy in the middle of it and that's a, it's over then. But they, yeah, they sing him to death. I you called them the dune buggy skinheads because that's, yeah. that's my favorite. I honestly thought mm-hmm. there was like, because of the political atmosphere right. and skinheads and whatnot, I was like, oh, snap, right. what mm-hmm. is this? And, yeah. You know, I couldn't help but think it. Yeah. Instead, there's some kind of religious zealots, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is what yeah. we're led Supposed to be. religious zealots, according to Bill. Yeah, uh, Bill's I'm like, convinced. oh yeah, no, I know. Oh, okay. I mean, Bill yeah. is, a, is a valuable source of information, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced that they just had the one outfit, so they only had to make one action figure, and they yeah. could just reskin it and sell it to everyone. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Look at this! I've got skinhead A, and I've got skinhead B. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And I did notice, uh, we'll get to this, but like up until the very, towards the end of the show, they're definitely all white. And then all of a sudden there's a couple of black dudes in there too. It's like, yeah, I was like, I I feel like they almost like somebody said something about like, right. So are these like skinheads? And they're like, no. Okay. Well, they were chasing the black guy and now, Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, well we need to fix this. And that, that's some... (laughs) <laughs> that makes solution. it better, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, I they know. can't be skinheads. They've got black guys. Yeah, so, that's right. That's Ralph not black quality logic. So Ralph <laughs> leaves his kids, his students, in the middle of nowhere with the van that doesn't work to go find in somebody to help. In the desert. Yeah. Almost Dude. gets run over by our FBI, FBI friend, Bill, who... Who's drunk for no reason. Drunk for I, some reason. You, that was my best pistol. No, pistola. pistola. He called it his pistola. <laughs> for whatever reason. So He's uh, the worst FBI agent there ever has so been bad. for someone to literally just take his pistol from him and throw it. Uh-huh. Like a school teacher. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, okay, well, let me get my flashlight and look under the car. <laughs> yeah. I he mean, sobered up typical off typical of 80s. He did. Like... Well, I mean, when you start seeing things fly in the sky... That'll sober you up pretty quick. And we see these two little doohickeys. Those were pretty cool. Yeah. As far as. So what I couldn't figure out is why Ralph was like hanging out there. Like, why do you (laughs) care how his car is broken? You you (laughs) want children in the desert. You're supposed to be going to the gas station. Focus, Ralphie. Let's (laughs) go. For someone so dedicated. I would I think have been more also, concerned for the kids if they were actually 16-year-olds. Like, <laughs> being 35-year-old right. so people, mm-hmm. I was less worried about <laughs> Well, also, I think it's it's selling us on Ralph cares about everybody all the time, no matter what. That's what yeah. they're trying to sell. Uh, yeah. And then the aliens show up, and he jumps in the car. <laughs> and then and he, I, what, I like that all the locks go down. Mm-hmm. And then, yes. and it took me a hot second to be like, "Oh, that's a big deal in 1981 right. because we had to push them." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, there wasn't a single button to do that in that car. No. <sighs> I will then, say that that Bill and Ralph take seeing an, uh, a UFO really well. Really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, they're just looking. This at This is like, not the is worst part on? of Ralph's day, honestly. True. No. <laughs> and then he we get scheduled Bill's... a fight with a kid. Oh yeah, for the yes. next day. <laughs> yes. Which oh. is fine, apparently. Apparently. It was, it was 1981. You could do those things back then. It's 1981. Yeah. You could fight children. Again, <laughs> if they had been played by 16-year-olds, you know. this would have been a different picture. He did say he'd fight them with, you know, full boxing gear. Like, yeah. there was conditions. That mattered. I mean, 
still. I'm 37, and I I want to fight a 16 year old kid, and I tell him it's okay. I have I'm gonna use body armor. Like still, put that kid on the ground. Not yeah, great. So the aliens yeah. come down, start talking through the radio, as all aliens do. True. What was interesting about it though was that it was like it was the cutout newspaper equivalent. Right, yes. is it was just like turning the dial, and thank goodness that some DJ somewhere was saying the words that they needed. <laughs> that's how that works. It's like that, that's like yeah. a is that how they got the, the bumblebee, aliens. the bumblebee transformer idea? Is that is that where that inspiration <laughs> came from? Because it's the first thing I thought of. Me too. Yeah. Bumblebee. Talk. I, I'd be surprised if that wasn't inspiration for bumble- oh, for, for bumblebee sure. at all. For sure. Yeah, I mean it's not that like radical of an idea, right? You know, but but still. But it's wild to see it done in 1981 when we think Bumblebee was like, oh, that's neat. Sure. And then we get Ray's partner, who we saw at the beginning of the episode, who does not look good, but he's bringing them a gift. For reasons. For reasons. (laughs) Because, Because Ralph and Bill have to save the world, and it's on them. Because reasons. Because reasons. It was written that way. Yep. And then he goes... There's nothing, there's there's zero to give us, like, why it's Ralph and Bill. It's just, you guys were here. And mm-hmm. so, like, <laughs> process of illumination. We're here, you're here, let's just make this happen, all right? Yep. <laughs> We've already driven so far. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, let's just let's do this. So they've got this a super suit in a kind of box. Space attache. They put it in the trunk, and they're... Able to open the trunk with just a hand wave, because that's yes. how it works with the aliens. Right. Like I, I find it really funny in the day and age where we have so many ways to digitally open, unlock, yeah. turn on a car. In 1981, it's all mechanical in yeah. all kinds of ways. Like, and that's just kind of funny. It's like, okay, did, I'll open the, the trunk. The blue, the blue light from the spaceship did like react a little funny with his skin, and I was like, wait, is his hand? purple <laughs> no no we're just using 1981 film that was not super great at different well, see, that is, he was dead it's right blue light on a dead body like i think yeah. they make up affect him to look dead but with that blue light it just it's threw just, it out yeah yeah it washed him out so much it was like and you could barely see the the red on his shirt that yeah. was supposed to say he got yeah, shot the, but he was like you, you you've been shot and i was like he did yes <laughs> where yeah wait a minute I, I mean, didn't I see that you happen. Know. You're in the FBI. I feel like yep. you probably get that, but okay. <clears throat> I mean, he's and in the he FBI, the... but he also still used the word pistola. So, you, you know, you're, <laughs> right. your mileage may vary. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's drunk FBI. Then the aliens take off and say good luck. And they're all, they're both sitting there like, what? Well, what? The, and he's got two days, right? Two days? Mm-hmm. Something like, like that. It'll only work Something's for you. In two days. It'll only work for you. And you got two days. Put it on. If, it, if you don't put manual. it on in two days, whatever you this do, message will self-destruct. Manual. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel like the aliens flew all the way here, and as they were breaking atmosphere, one of them's like, I left the stove on. We got to get this over with quick and get home. We got to go. <laughs> just, gotta, just throw the thing at him. Tell him it's his. He's got a couple of days to do it. Whatever. We got to go. Like, yeah. Got to go. So he's got the suit. Ralph has the suit. He gets it out of the trunk and walks back to the high schoolers because Bill is just like, this is too crazy even for me. I'm out of here. 
So he leaves. Ralph goes back after losing the most important item in that box. The instruction manual for mm-hmm. the super suit. The glowing in, instruction manual. Yeah. Glowing. Is, yeah. He, he didn't notice in it. In the right middle of the him. desert. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I really want to know what's in that thing. Like, it looked so nice. It was like a leather-bound spiral <laughs> notebook with oh, yeah. little tabs. Like, what yeah. do those sections mean? Oh, what are those little sections? Nobody even opened it. Like, I, I want to know, are they English words? I'm guessing they are. I mean, and what culture did they so. look at to decide, mm-hmm. oh, this is <laughs> what humans need? Right. You know? Is it an Ikea instruction manual? Is it, like... You know, some yeah. manual for a 1957 Chevy engine? I mean, like, what's in there? I mean, we'll get to it, but they do fly all the way back to be like, hey, you should do this other thing that you don't know how to do because you mm-hmm. did lose the instruction manual. <laughs> right. You should definitely use this power, which are definitely and- words that no one is saying on the radio right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to live uh... with the mistakes you made. <laughs> Spoiler alert for anybody who watches later on. They give him another instruction manual. He loses that one, too. <laughs> this man is a oh, teacher. Oh, just so. the hijinks. The hijinks is, in this show. Yeah, he's paid but, to shape young minds, and he can't hold on to a damned instruction a manual. A book. Yeah. But it's probably up, just a bunch of pictures, right? It's just It's just diagrams. Could be, but that sets up the whole premise of this show, of him not knowing <laughs> what the heck to do with this suit, and yet yep. still using it. So it also gives the writers an open-ended like we can make up whatever we want. It can do whatever we need mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, right. Yeah, like Which... oh, we we start out Superman and then we're like oh, invisible stuff. Oh, uh-huh. look at this. You know, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. So Ralph goes back to his students. Finally, finally, <laughs> they magically get the van working. He goes home, and when he gets home, we find out he's got a kid. And he's apparently going through a divorce. Yeah, like, or he has gone through a divorce, and like, because we learn when he's talking to Pam, right? Um, who I was like, this pretty lawyer, I know where this is going. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, she's real concerned about about this, but we learn that like his ex wife is a model. Mm-hmm. She has just come back from a modeling job and has now decided to sue for custody. Yeah, right. But don't worry. He's going to get it because she can't just keep pulling him out of school to go on these model shoots. Right. right. Which is as good a reason as any, I suppose, in 1981. <laughs> <You know>. Sure. <laughs> that so, was that was a whole subplot that just like fizzled too. Like we never got any other resolution. He missed his 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 hearing. Yeah. In the judge's mm-hmm. chambers. And I guess no one cares after that. Like because it's be never fine. brought up again. For this yeah. Episode. And it's. <laughs> It's his a wife was just trying to get more money or something. Right. And then, and then when he didn't show him, she's like, oh, no, I didn't actually. I was just, I didn't expect him to call my bluff. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can keep him. Yeah. Well, they do this, we, this, is, this is not a movie, right? They don't have no. to button up everything. No, right. But no. because it's a feature-length pilot, you can't help but want them to button up mm-hmm. everything. Like they it, had an hour like, and a half. Yeah, yeah they, and they'd never really button it up other than he doesn't lose custody, but they kind of phase out the kid entirely. Like, <laughs> it's not like he's like not there. It's just they just don't anyway. ever discuss it again. He's busy. He's getting yeah. his PhD. 
kids are hard. You got to like pay them different, and they can only work like yeah. four uh-huh. hours a day. It's real. Well, difficult. not in 1981. <laughs> 1981, yeah. never. Yeah, they we work them at night until <laughs> their fingers yeah, this is right. Work his second job in a coal mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's back home. Goes back to work the next day like nothing happened. But he's carrying the suit with him. And Bill is there. At the school. Hung over. Hung over. He said it was an ulcer, Travis. He said it was an ulcer. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but it was a threw brown the bottle, bottle away yeah. in the school trap. Now, that may, honestly, knowing those kids, it might not have been. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That right. He dug that out of the trash, drank the <laughs> remainder of it, and threw it back in. <laughs> But then all of a sudden, uh, Bill wants to be in charge. And Ralph is just like, uh, no. No. No, mm-hmm. sir. I mean, they go back and forth. And Bill says one of his things that he says all the time. I'm by the book. By the book. <laughs> um, and then comes one of my favorite lines of this episode when he says, it bends my frame when things get into the margins. Because <laughs> he can't process this. And then Ralph is like, I'd say we're clear off the page at this point. <laughs> Stellar writing. Yeah, I mean, it just, is real come good. On. That's it's so good. good. But then Ralph is like, "Okay, good luck, Bill. We'll talk to you later." And then he goes and fights Tony. Yep, they have, have their our, fight. We got to have that boxing scene. That's mm-hmm. important runtime right there. With whatever coach is, being our referee oh, of the fight is not. They going fight. Great it's for him. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, Tony tries a couple slick moves, but never gets. Never gets one over on Ralph. It's a draw. They're like, okay, great. Ralph's getting ready in the <laughs> locker room because he's got to get to the courthouse. Yep. And then Tony c- comes in and starts talking about respect. You know, when you got to respect somebody. I'm not used respect to is by the, the thing. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you hung in there, Mister H. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like the most macho. Like I'm not going to tell it's you I respect you, but I respect you. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a line when they were looking at the van broken down that was making fun of Tony for being Italian and it was something about garlic and like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I forget exactly what it was, but I was like, Wow, we're okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> we I mean there's a lot so of different many lines things like now, everyone, you know? mm-hmm. I, yeah. I guess, equally though, so that makes it okay. Yeah. <laughs> but Ralph's got a how important is oh, Ralph's, ahead, how how important is Ralph's custody hearing that he scheduled a boxing match with his student the morning of right before mm-hmm. like, right take the before day, it? Man. like take come a whole on. day is what he should have done yeah <laughs> but no Clearly, I got no one cares if anyone's watching these kids so yeah. just take a day off no one will notice mm-hmm. it'll be fine so he Hell, goes to try and get to his court scheduled court date and is somehow tied up in the traffic of one truck in the middle of the road right there huge traffic jam <laughs> no yeah. no tra- there's two cars behind this truck that cracked me up i'm like uh-huh. wait a minute this just happened this this jackknife truck or whatever it was i guess it was backing into a driveway but yeah. Like, yeah. Just, yeah they couldn't afford to have an actual traffic jam right. no. so, they- <laughs> so he goes around it tries to call her on a payphone which doesn't work finds a bathroom at this place wherever and Dude, says, the bathroom. The I, we bathroom. gotta talk about the bathroom. We gotta talk about the bathroom because the mm-hmm. fact that he took tissues out of the thing and put them on the floor, I'm like, dude, that's <laughs> okay, a detail so, I respect. Yeah. When you uh, 
I've worked a lot of retail in my life, right? And so, like, sometimes it would be like, hey, we're going to go out after work. And now, like, the guys, they basically just, like, change out of their work polo into something better. And then you're, like, good to go. But, like, you know, when you're a girl, you got to, like, change. So I've changed in a lot of, like, retail store bathrooms. And that Mm -hmm. is a thing. It's an issue. And I respected that. I was like, I understand (laughs) where you're coming from. And he's, like, grumbling about it the whole time. (laughs) That that scene was written and directed by somebody who has done that exact thing yeah. yep somebody he yeah, went like, in there and he started just changing on clothes this floor no. <laughs> no. no no he goes in to start changing clothes somebody's like no that's not how we do it look this <laughs> is real life just, some random grip in the back is like dude i got nope. a i got an idea <laughs> but then he changes into the suit and we get our first real look well he he tried the suit on earlier at home at home, thought it was well, ridiculous. Kid was watching superhero TV, which mm-hmm. was very good. Yes, Super Friends. Super yeah. Friends, yeah, yeah. Which is the one moment where he breaks the fourth wall. Did you guys notice that? I did. Hinkley totally looks at the camera, and you're like, "Wait, did he just look at me? Yeah, yeah. Look at me. <laughs> What's Don't he looking see at my me shame. for? Wait, bit. did they? Is this show that kind of show? What am I watching? All of a sudden, I had all these questions. Like, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> And the show said, we don't have do an answer again? for you, Stephen. No, he never did it again. You. No. Just look straight into your soul no, and never does it? it again. He did it on another second or third episode. He did something like that at the very end. Looked right at the camera and was like, <laughs> really? for the resolution. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. but I love that he's wearing the suit. He thinks it's ridiculous. He thinks people are going to think it's ridiculous. And then a dad and his little boy comes into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And it so just awkward. it got weird. It, got it didn't have to be. Weird. It got very weird very quickly. Uh, very weird. Very like, are, what are we talking about here now? What's uh, <laughs> what, are you, what, are you what is Dad expecting out of our hero? I don't know. Oh, if I, I, I didn't know, know someone was using the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's not <laughs> like it's a private bathroom. No, There's right. stalls in there. I know. It can fit more than one person. This, but just, if this happened today, no one would blink an eye. They'd be like, oh, you going to a con this weekend? Right. Like it would right. Have been, nobody would have yeah. even thought. Mm-hmm. Make this was like, it's you? a pervert. Yeah. You good? Mm-hmm. There's a pervert in the bathroom. Right. He's got, like, clothes on. Like He's not standing there with his doodle hanging out, just waiting for people to walk in the door. He's right. got pants. But what are we a, worried about? He is a grown man in tight-fitting clothing, so therefore he is a pervert. Have they uh. seen the seventies? Like they just got out of tight pants. <laughs> you wearing, see Tony's like, jeans. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, Tony's right? jeans right. are tighter than that spandex. Anyways, yeah, scares off okay. Dad and the kid, and he's like, "Okay, let me do this." And the same kid gives him instructions on how to fly. He's like, "You're doing it wrong." <laughs> I'm protecting my child, but I'll let him wander into a dark alley right. so he let me can instruct the superhero. My child's in trouble. Let me go complain to this other man and just not know where my cops. child is at all. Hey, my dad's calling the cops. Great. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah and then Fl- Ralph doesn't have any, you know, he's not worried at all because he grabs the kid by the arm and, like, drags him into the corner to get instructions from him. It's mm. like, y'all don't know how this, like, creeper thing works. No. Like, it's all about optics. You're really messing it up here. Right. So <laughs> Ralph finally takes a leap, and he's flying, and we quickly learn... He doesn't know how to fly at all. Because he doesn't know how to fly at all. No. Like, hits a wall and drops his clothes on some dude. 
and then runs right into a wall and knocks himself and out. Then it gets really weird from there. Uh-huh. <laughs> we get some random dude like who's it. been following him come up with a Polaroid camera. Heck yeah. Yeah. Take some pictures. And then the cops show up. Now, okay, tell me this. Wouldn't it have been better if that private eye had actually been, had had a shaved head? Like just, just happened to be just bald? Just happened to be. So that yeah. as an audience, you're thinking, wait, it's the it's the Mr. Clean Mafia. They've, they found him. Mm-hmm. They're tracking him. Yeah. They're going to get him. And then they run up and just snap a bunch of pictures and run off. And then you find out that this is just some random private eye. Instead right. of like, who's the dude he- following him for no reason? Like, did he take more than one picture? I wasn't paying enough attention. Okay, he took he did a couple. Because, yeah, he took a couple. Because he does mm-hmm. give one to Pam. Mm-hmm. And I was right. like, I was like, wait, they gave, but it's a pull, but <laughs> that's all there is. <laughs> but the just, cops wait. take him immediately to the hospital to be committed. Yep. It's a different time, man. Yeah. 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 Dude's totally okay. Like, it's yeah. the, what are we like, doing no, here? It's just a prank, which is a pretty good prank, honestly. If, yeah, you know, it just, is. Like, it's a good and they take him to the hospital, and he keeps talking and not digging himself out of that hole at all. <laughs> nope, just making it worse. Everything he says, they're just like, all right, sweetie, uh-huh. Yeah. Never say, I'm not crazy. That's no. the first thing they right. look for. Right. But they, they do him- just, like, sit him in a waiting room. Yeah. For a few minutes. And they seen immediately. Like, it was like he just walks in, he goes to the emergency room, and they're like, hey, let's get this guy in. And it's like, what? That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Now you wait for an hour with, like, a, a nail through your hand. Yeah, like, your leg right. like, sticking we... out. Like, all oh, my arm fell off. And they're like, well, but you're <laughs> not you're, you're not going in there in red spandex, though. See, that's the thing. That's how you get moved to the front of the line. You it's think? The, the okay. They just want to know the story, mm-hmm. so they bump you up. Yeah. Like, we'll ask him about that when we get him back. I like that we randomly say that the straps are rated to 5,000 pounds. Well, dude, yep. I wrote that down. I know that. Mm-hmm. You gotta let they gotta let them know these straps are rated yeah. to five thousand pounds by an orderly with the most glorious mullet I've ever it's seen. Really good. Oh, that dude when he when he busts out of the room. Wow, that was like a hockey oh, mullet. Yeah. That it was, was good. that, that was amazing. Well taken care of mullet. That was stage three. <laughs> that was stage three hockey hair right there. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And so he's in the room, and then the powers, for whatever reason, start working again, and he starts seeing a weird vision. Now, they don't always do it at the best angles, but it's kind of impressive the special effects they use to show that, where he's seeing a vision of Bill's apartment, where he's getting kidnapped by um, these guys. Uh, Why can I never remember it? Y'all keep saying it, but I can't remember (laughs) it. Mr. Clean Mafia. The Mr. Clean Mafia. Or the Doom Buggy Skinheads. Other ones. Doom Buggy Skinheads. This time in suits, with guns. Yep. And... Ray's sitting there, and he sees it, and he's like, "Oh!" And he busts out of those uh, restraints like they were nothing. Yep. And he's sitting there touching the wall, trying to see where the vision came from. And that's when Pam walks in. He's like, and he's like licking the wall. Like, <laughs> his face is like right on it. <laughs> yeah, and not she's wondering look. what's going on with you, Ralph. This is weird. And Ralph's like, like, well, I got to say Bill. And she's like, Bill? What? And it's really funny how he's very stern. He's very like, I know what I need to do. And she's like, what is wrong with you? Seriously. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Well, in her you defense, about she, walked, lost your kid. she walked into him. She walked into a room and he's wearing 
red spandex and a cape with his nose yeah. against the wall. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So like, like she has every reason weird. to think he's <laughs> he's out of it completely. But then he's like, "Okay, we got to go. We got to go save Bill." And she's like, "Uh, uh da, da. And then he just leaves. And he's superpowers like, kick car? in. What was he's that? Like, where, he's like, "Where's your car? Because <laughs> I can't trust the flying." Yeah, yeah. And then, I, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so they they book it out of there. He's throwing orderlies out of the way, as they do. They go to the car. Five thousand pounds. We know that now. Right. right. Yep. <laughs> and so he gets in the car, and they just take off. And he somehow knows where he's going and keeps seeing visions in the rearview mirror. Yeah, I like how the visions visions just move to whatever flat surface is convenient. That's convenient. That's handy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't have the idea of augmented reality yet. True. Right. Otherwise, that's that's how that would have rolled. But if if I'm going to have psychic visions, I just want them to show up randomly on mirrors and things that I need to see. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that I actually use. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's not looking in any mirrors. Come yeah. on, it's not even <laughs> no. his car. It's True. fine. But the, having a VW Bug as the getaway vehicle was so just good. perfect for me too. I was so excited. I was like, "Is that really a convertible Bug?" Because I'm the single down. step I'm, up from the Dune buggy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not very far. They were blowing the budget on the special effects. Like, we're just yeah. gonna get a Bug, and it's gonna go. <laughs> Who drives what? Okay, to your car. Yeah. Yeah. Herbie the love it. Bug. Put a new paint job on him. <laughs> going to be right out front in the hospital like she didn't even park in a parking spot. It's just next to the sidewalk. <laughs> right. They run out the door and hop in. Who does that? How's that work? Because the plot demands it. The plot demands it. Plot yeah. demands. They get to where uh, Bill is being held and they realize it's the home of some big rich guy named Nelson Corey. We never get much more info on him other than he's a big rich guy. Named Nelson Corey. That's all we know. Named Nelson Corey. Yeah. yeah. And An army of random white Mr. Right. Mafia skinheads for some reason. And we actually saw Nelson Corey in earlier in the episode talking to the vice president and threatening him because he paid for his election and stuff. We're like, okay, so politics, okay. great. This will be fun. I barely followed that. Yeah, like I, I, they kept so much time between the first time I saw him and the second time I saw him. And, right, and I watched this in in half because it was yeah. a feature length thing. It was a movie. Mm-hmm. I had to watch some last night, some today. I completely forgot who he was. I'm like, oh, so that's that guy. So the uh, I, I mentioned it on our on our intro episode, right? But Golden Girls is like my that is my classic TV show. And so when they mm-hmm. show the um. So the vice president, and I was like, oh, he was on the Golden Girls. I remember he was on the Golden Girls. He was on the Golden Girls. He dated Rose, and he had uh, he was impotent. And Rose <laughs> Rose helped him get over it by being a kind, caring, and patient person. And uh, and then he dumped Rose to go back to his ex-wife. And, and that was all. Like, I got completely distracted from everything else because <laughs> that's just who he was. He's a trash human in that show, too. Yeah. I was going to say, funny enough, it does not sound too different from his character. <laughs> really not. Episode. Um, so Ralph tells Pam, if I'm not back in 45 minutes, which I'm like, man, it's you're thinking it's going to take you that long to do this? Okay. I mean, he doesn't know how any of the powers work, so. Right. That's he true. Does. He's, he's hoping he can a, jump he over the wall. He didn't fly quickly, so. Yeah. If I'm not back in 45 minutes, call the cops. <laughs> and Pam's look. It's just like, okay. 
Sure. Because she already did the whole I love you thing on the way there, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? The like, no, I'm with you and 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 I love you. And he's like, I love you too. After this, after the custody thing was over, I, I was going to ask you out. And then she's mm-hmm. like, like, later we learned that her parents are coming to meet him. Right. And then uh-huh. at one point they talk about getting married. And I was like, y'all have not been on a date. Legal consultations about your child are basically dating. (laughs) (laughs) You're more intimate with this person than you would be on a first date with anyone else. I feel like she dropped that bomb hoping to break him out of whatever this was, and it didn't work at (laughs) all. (laughs) And then he started talking space aliens, and she was just like, okay, this is the man (laughs) next to me. Okay. I so, love that she could have she could have learned everything was true if she would have just sat in the car for three more seconds until he jumped over the daggone wall. Right. Yeah. So yeah. like you you just drove away and left it. If you'd have just mm. watched, you'd be like, Oh holy crap, he could jump really high. Maybe yeah. he's not a liar. If not spent the next forty five minutes of your life wondering if you're just making mistakes. Well it's also funny, like when he comes back, like she's not even facing the building at all. It's just like yeah, she drove down there and just like, I don't need to watch, I don't need to watch, I don't need to watch. <laughs> So yeah, he does actually fly over the wall in whatever capacity you call that flying um, <laughs> and then makes one style. of his lovely, candid, uh, shall we say, drops. Because that's not landing. That's nope. dropping. Yeah. Um, which is a constant in the show. Like he never hardly figures out how to land ever. It's hard. But he's, it's falling with style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's sneaking around this compound in a bright red suit. And so we oh, see yeah. more of the Doom Buggy Mafia, and they easily see him. And he's like, Ooh, I better run. And then we get one of the weirder aspects of his superpowers of running really fast because it's, there's a train sound. That was yeah. so there was the train sound. There were the smoking footprints. Uh-huh. Not mm-hmm. handy. Like, that's not helpful. Nope. Yeah. No, not at really. all. It's like, <laughs> but yeah, yeah the train sound. I was like, wait, my... is there a train? Oh, no, that's just. Him. Okay. Yeah, that's where this this show becomes like: is it a drama or is it comedy or is it just a cartoon? <laughs> a cartoon. Like, what are we doing? What are we here? doing? Yeah. I'm so confused. Well, the pilot is, is definitely one of those places where they're figuring things out because they do it better yeah. later on. Mm. I will say. I mean, one of the superpowers that the suit doesn't give him is any form of stealth whatsoever. <laughs> well, like, it's not just yet. bright well, it's foreshadowed. and loud. <laughs> True. Yeah, True. you're right. A couple of episodes down. They give him some stealth, and he's. Well, they had to because when he runs, he sounds like a train, and he leaves fiery, uh-huh. smoking footprints behind him. So they had to give him invisibility just to even up the odds right. a little bit. Like at least it's that'll confuse the enemy. It's one of my favorite powers he has <laughs> through the series. I remember because he almost never can control it, so he'll turn invisible or reappear in the most random instances. Of course. Again, because Excellent. the plot demands it. Mm-hmm. Ideal, but it's hilarious. I just love that. Running fast also meant that he was planting his feet about four inches below the ground because those right. footprints were deep. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. like apparently that momentum really is expensive, and they were perfectly shaped. You yeah. ever try to make like a perfectly no, shaped footprint while walking it. on the beach? No, yeah, can't no, be done. It doesn't happen. No. Can't be done. There's like they're just scoops almost. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate the special effects team. Like we got to uh, show them footprints. Direct ordered footprints. And then take this poker and jam it in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Then he loses him and goes finds Bill and just bashes the wall in. Bashes it once, falls back, and the people in the room where the wall is bashed in are just like, hey, somebody just bashed in the wall. Okay. 
That won't just shook. Anyway. You have no, you anyway, have no Bill. right to be surprised after that moment. Yeah. And yet. <laughs> and then he finally busts in. And they're all like, I can take the guy who just busted in the wall. <laughs> well, if you I mean, look before he charges the wall, the wall is clearly meant to be destroyed. Because you can <laughs> see the outline of the fake bricks that they used to build it oh, sure. in the wall. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh he's yeah. going to... I mean, I played enough video games yep. to know that that's a discolored wall and <laughs> it's going to come down. Right. Yep. That's the one that... That's where you're supposed to hit it. Yep. And Bill is loving it. Like, I loved Robert Culp's reaction. He's just like, this is great. This suit works. This is awesome. Kick their butts. <laughs> and then they go out and they're like, how are we going to get over the wall? And Ralph's like, well, I got one way. <laughs> he just picks up Bill and does Awkward his little lady. flyover and they drop. And that's when Pam notices things. So now we have she two t- guys with concussions. Yeah. <laughs> they landed on concrete. That uh-huh. was not yeah, good. It was not good. At least one of them should be very much not feeling well right now. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, she drives over. They get in the car and they drive off. Nobody follows them, even though there was a dune buggy driving all the way around the property. Mm-hmm. And then they go. <laughs> and we get our first real interaction of the whole team where Bill's in the backseat. Thinking of all the ways he could use the suit. Yep. Ralph's to be, driving to beat thinking, the Reds. He's got to he's beat gotta, the Reds. Yeah. Beat the Reds. Uh huh. <laughs> and then he notices Pam and starts talking to her like, "So, what's your angle, sweetheart?" Every word out of his mouth. Oh, I yeah. just wanted to slap him. Uh huh. <laughs> just. Yep. Just sla- she should have just slapped him. I would have been so happy. Uh-huh. Just once. like she's a lawyer, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. She, she clearly wanted to slap him a few times. Yeah. You can oh, see I'm it sure. in her face. But let's not push it too hard. This is 1981. That's you know? true. Right? There are still important, gross people out there that you can't <laughs> offend with your TV show. That's true. Mm-hmm. And so they're just going back and forth, Bill. And Ralph knows what's going on, but Pam still has no idea. And she's thinking, oh, great. Now I've got two crackpots in my car. <laughs> and she's not driving. Yeah, and she's not driving. She's just, she's just right. in the passenger seat along for the ride. Why did she get out? Let Ralph take over. That was stupid. Like, because the dude has to drive. He's got a stupid cape on. You yeah, drive apparently. the getaway vehicle. <laughs> At least sit on your cape. <laughs> So yeah, that was good. I did like <laughs> that. That was, that was another good, uh-huh. a good idea. So they pull over for Pam, and she gets out, and the guys are just like, "What?" And Bill's the surprising thing was this right here, where Bill actually agreed with Pam. I was like, "Yeah, we need to figure this thing out." I was like, "Did you really <laughs> just agree with her and think she's right?" Good job, Bill. He's like, "I need to be in control." I was like, "Oh, there he is. Okay, there he is." <laughs> He's like, command decisions happen to be my fort. <laughs> and then Ralph's like, it's forte. I teach English too, Bill. <laughs> Again, another one of those great moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, some really good lines. And Pam's over there just, she's she's thinking it's, she's done. Ralph's yeah. not a sane person. And then he goes and just picks up the car. That's <laughs> and, what did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He picks yeah. up the car. She faints. He wakes her up, and she's like, "Okay, I believe you." While Bill's over here talking about every 
uh, commie red base mm-hmm. that Rao can just fly into and take out. Yep. That's his whole and thing. And getting giddy over it. Like, giddy <laughs> about taking out the Reds. Yes. I feel like he worked for McCarthy. Um, yeah. Right. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. a big fan of the uh, non-American activities committee or whatever <laughs> right. that was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now we've got everybody on the same page. They go back to Ralph's house and figure out what they're going to do. And then all of a sudden they hear the TV because the plot demands it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's civil unrest in Los Angeles and the National Guard's been called in. And they just out of nowhere figure out, hey, the VP's been on TV a lot. They're trying to, you know, make his image good. Yeah. Oh, buddy behind him put a lot of money into him. They're probably going to try and take out the president. Okay. Okay. The logical. How did you come to that? That's the first place I'd go. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to keep an eye on that in my real life now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You never know. I've seen them on TV a lot. And the the funny thing I I noticed several, several times in those newscasts, they talked about the president coming in a helicopter. Not the president visiting, but the president specifically coming to tour the area in a helicopter. They said it at least four or five times. That is a breach of security, guys. Just to make sure you heard them right. (laughs) He'll be vulnerable in a helicopter. That's vulnerable (laughs) in a helicopter. Registration number. Not even a good helicopter. You could probably hit it from a roof if you tried. Not saying, but I'm saying. (laughs) And so then they decide to go to the head of the National Guard, who Bill happens to know is like, we can run it up the chain and see how this works. And what happens? The National Guard dude is in league Mm -hmm. with everybody. You know. Mm -hmm. But it's not the whole National Guard. It's just this one guy and his Mr. Clean aide. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that should have maybe been the clue. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So they take him back to Nelson Corey's house compound area. And... In the car, they're all like, how are we going to get out of this? And Rouse is like, we're going to get out of this as he's pulling on his shirt. Yeah. Showing, I've, I've got the suit on under here. Yeah. Did we miss the part where he leaves his troubled students to babysit oh his gosh. son? Did we miss that part? We did skip because that. We did yeah. skip that, but Wanda, that's great. Like, okay. Like, Yeah. I get that. Like, she's falling in with a bad crowd, but she's real smart, and she's not too bad. Like, if you're like, hey, Rhonda, can you watch my kid? I would go, no, okay. No, we're just all of them. All mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Oh, and one of yeah. my favorite lines between uh, Tony and Bill. Like, Tony's like, oh, Mr. H, what's up with this guy? I don't like this guy very much. <laughs> and he's like, how's your... Uh, how's your draft status? Draft status there, son. <laughs> And, he's and like, I was like, you know what? I, was like, well, I probably, like this guy. Great A like, government beef. <laughs> he's not old enough. Well, no, he's like 35. It's fine. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. No, he's yeah. a little old, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, the army doesn't want him. He's too old. No, uh-huh. He's a little old for the draft, I think. Yeah, yeah and this, it, I mean, you're leaving. They, they continue the Rhonda is easy plot point without still nowhere to go with it. They're yeah. just like. Addressing it randomly, but not actually addressing it. So right. Just, 
It's just they're just weebly wobbly around here. I'm like, this is. You're right, Amy. The the editor could have made this a, a one hour show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Easy. I mean, I mean, we wouldn't have gotten Tony's line earlier after the fight uh, when when Ralph tells him to buy her some flowers. He's like, hey, I'm not Cary Grant. <laughs> you know, renowned respecter of women. Even in 1981, that's a dated reference. It's yeah. <laughs> when you're 35 and in high school, you have those kind of references <laughs> in your back pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're back at the compound. They get taken to a room for whatever. We see the control room with a map with a bunch of points on it for... Something, things, whatever they're going to do. They take him to a a room to be held. And they lock him in there. And then Ralph's like, all right, time to superhero this stuff. And he just starts taking off his clothes. He knocks out the lights because that's a big difference. Yeah. But like by throwing something. Mm -hmm. The handcuffs he just took off. Yeah. Well, because he can't fly up and hover. So. Like a moth. Right. He's not a moth. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got to take the lights out you because I guess that. he's got dark it's my vision. Argument. Like, he, like, yeah, he doesn't. You does don't know that you can't hover. Come on. He just knows if that he, he can't the land. Instructions. That's true. Yeah. So some more guards come to do whatever torture they were going to do, and they easily get knocked out. So it was the best hallway fight since <laughs> Daredevil that I have seen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe know? this like, inspired ooh. Daredevil too. That's what it was. It's like, you know what we need to reference? That movie with the skinhead uh-huh. mafia or whatever. <laughs> what <laughs> I loved about Mr. this Please. is when he threw the guys out, the guys are outside and they're like, we got to put them back in the room. Bill's over there struggling to pick one up. Ralph just grabs one by the ankle and just pulls him right. It was really good. <laughs> like, okay. And Bill yeah. sees He's like, yeah, I'm not going to. I don't need to do yeah, anything. That was, that was the best part of that is this. Bill's reaction. He's like, Ralph, get these. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, again, for a show like this, that's pretty smart writing to write that in there. Yeah. Both Ralph doing that and Bill recognizing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was subtle, and it was the way it was done just so nobody called attention to it. Just Bill notices him mm-hmm. do it. And it's just like, well, I'm not. And Ralph, the very, get these. The very next scene, they're on the stairs trying to figure out what they're going to do. Bill and Pam with guns, and Ralph just like, what are we going to do? And Bill tells him to go, you know. Just go buzz the helicopter and get him out of there. And Ralph grabs him by the arm, takes him down the steps a little bit to explain how I'm not good at flying. And again, a subtle thing, but Bill's reaction is, this hurts, this hurts, this hurts, this hurts. (laughs) Yeah. Which pays off at the end. It does. Mm -hmm. And so, but this is what they do. That's their plan. Bill and Pam go and wait outside, and Ralph goes and buzzes the president's helicopter. Yeah, they're, with their whole... searchlights. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. With the searchlight, well, he's got to see where he's going. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> and but so, that, what do is that searchlight battery powered though? Because as well, no, they're they're not on. he's like he's tethered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he takes so the, two of them. Oh, it wasn't even on, was it? I don't think so. Okay, but because well... the 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 big thing, like the big payoff of that, is that he drops one and then it, he's suddenly counterbalanced for once. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and then the theme music comes up, the big like orchestral version. Mm-hmm. Which, is so which what do the bad guys do? They shoot at him as he's going towards the helicopter with the president in it. Mm-hmm. You know, notably, no the uh, notably sturdy helicopters. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. 
I just like there's never been an accident in one of no, those. Ever. No, ever. I just like that their whole plan was get like distract the president and then point a gun at one guy and that's going to take care of it because none of the other hundreds of uh, people on that compound that all had weapons, they just see a, a rifle pointed at their boss and they're like, well, we give up. That's enough. Right. <laughs> yeah. You, they clearly you weren't won. being paid well. No, uh-huh. yeah, they were I mean- not. <laughs> well, what's funny, uh, so, you know, he gets the helicopter. They're like, yeah, we're we're not dealing with this. We're, we're going to tell the president. I'm like, dude, he's right behind you in the helicopter. You don't need to tell somebody else to report that. You just got to get on the radio and say we're gone. But um, It would have been better to just, have the pres- just hear the voice of the president. I'm right here, you know. <laughs> yeah. I heard exactly. you. Let's just go. Yeah. And then Ralph comes back to the ground and does a nice skid on the stomach. With sparks. Mm-hmm. With sparks. With sparks. Mm-hmm. Suits made and then mouth. gets up, and they start, like, they're all pointing guns at him and start shooting him. And he covers his face, and then we see a couple of bullets bounce off like somebody's throwing them we, from it, off There camera. were casings. We saw, we saw like, somebody <laughs> yeah. just threw bullet casings at him. <laughs> yeah. And that was to denote that he's bulletproof. That was, that was yeah. amazing. That's fine. I'll take it. And then he's like, I'm bulletproof. Like, his face is just <laughs> that like. That was good. Oh, I'm bulletproof. And he starts walking towards them, and everybody's like, uh, nope. And they drop their guns and run away. This, funny enough, this is where the the careers of Right Said Fred began. Um, <laughs> two of those guys actually took off and started music. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you for that. Yeah, I forgot I nearly spit water out. <laughs> Very close. Oh, my gosh. And then, like you said... As they're running away, they point a gun at the boss, and it's like, okay, we're done. Maybe Just two people with a gun in the superhero. There were thousands of these, like, white skinhead dudes running around somewhere. Because <laughs> they were, there was, like, only eight out front, and you know there's an army of them. Which, by the way, if you're going to have a giant henchman army, you should probably allow them to dress differently. Because then you got more, like, you're not as identifiable. Everybody yeah. knows that yeah. you're they're, the dude. They're part in buggy cult. Yeah, so they are the cult. They are part right. cult, mm-hmm. and it is it is henching one hundred and one that you all dress the same. Like that's yeah. just that's part of day <laughs> yeah, one of important. of being a henchman. So yeah. when you show up, make sure you bring your Hanes white tee yep. and your cargo <laughs> pants. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, you will be issued a pair of aviators, and your head will be shaved. Just uh, go through the door <laughs> to your left. Your tactical gear. Yeah, <laughs> those got lots of pockets on those. Yes. <laughs> And then I like how they tell Ralph to get out of there because that's going to be the hard part to explain. <laughs> Not how yes. they took down the compound with nothing but a couple of M16s. No, no, no. The yeah. guy in the red. That's going to be the tough one to explain. That's right. the tricky part. Yeah. Pam the lawyer with an M16. <laughs> right. Which looked definitely out of place. Yeah. Yep. So good. Yeah. Not that she couldn't do it, but no. just the heels and a skirt in that place just did not seem to be conducive what to taking over. What do you do? Well, I'm a family mm-hmm. lawyer. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Have you seen a custody battle before? <laughs> it's rough. It's real. And then for some reason, Ralph grabs a light again and takes off. Well, because that's he how he counterbalances. No, oh yeah, he he counterbalances. Oh, uh, the balance. Okay. So he doesn't. Sure. Yeah. And then the theme song kicks kicks in here for like, real. The actual lyrics. And I thought this was going to be the ending of the episode. Yeah, it's a yeah. good ending of an episode. It would have been a good ending. And no, nope. Then he pulls a Peter Jackson on us. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day, 
he's there at the school with Tony having a little talk as they're throwing the basketball. Again, that, talking about very important scene that we absolutely had to see was them yeah. throwing a basketball at a hoop. Not actually shooting mm-hmm. baskets. In the general direction of a yeah, hoop. Right. Just, just sort of generally in the direction of the hoop. We're going to chuck a basketball over there, and that's that's what we're doing. Because Tony needs to tell Mr. H that Rhonda's coming back to high school next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because. Like, look, we got to button up something. <laughs> we're not gonna, we started all these threads. We're not going to any of these storylines, but we, <laughs> no. can, we can fix this one. <laughs> the Arguably the is, least important of all of them. It's the one that yeah, they no one up. cares. You would no think, one cares. They keep going with those kids <laughs> in later episodes. Like that's not though. That part of the story is not the chick in the bucket for this series for a while. Like they stick with those high schoolers and that whole thing. Um, and then you think this would be a nice ending if we're going to end it here like this. You know, the good. He's a good high school teacher. That's what it's really about. He's a good high school teacher. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> then we have him and Pam driving out to the desert for you some know. reason. Now, they eventually say they're meeting Bill, but I'm like, driving out to the desert, you two? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 But they go out there. They see Bill. He flashes his lights. Ralph honks the horn. Bill walks up. He's like, what are you doing, kid? I tell you. And I love that it's that whole thing of Bill's trying to have a scheme of doing this by the book and do this Secret with subterfuge. And stuff. Like, Dude, we're just in the middle of the desert. Come on. <laughs> like we're sitting in a convertible Volkswagen Beetle. Like none of this is subtle. No, no. Yeah, it is just. And they get to the point where Bill's like, you know what? I've been thinking about this. We shouldn't be thinking internationally. We should stick in our own backyard where there's plenty of trouble here. And because our budget allows us to film hero. here. Yeah, exactly. It's cheaper if we stay here. <laughs> if we mm-hmm. stay here. You can fly anywhere in the world there's a probably lot of fast. problems in yep. Burbank. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and he even manages to compliment Ralph on the way he handled himself. And so they come to a nice little agreement. They go to shake hands. And then you hear a crack. Crunch. The, People, the best I'm telling acting. you, I did not expect that at all. It was really good. That was that was the best acting from uh, Robert Culp in the whole episode, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was that moment where you broke Pam's, his hand. And then Pam's in the car like, <gasps> um, Oh, no. Bill, I think I heard that. <laughs> you need to go. And he's like, I'm fine. He's, no, you're definitely not. Yeah. Then just wanders off. He's in like a walking next to the car while they're just like rolling, and I'm like, "What?" what well, are we he's doing? going back to his car. He's thinking he's done, and they're rolling up trying to help him. Yeah, this is another thing that they establish throughout the series is he's very much like, "I don't need a hospital, no matter what's going on." Mm. So, it's it's a character thing, but it's not a character thing you should drop in the last few seconds no. of your pilot. No, it, it, it's like they knew they had, well, we paid for the hour and a half time slot. <laughs> so now we got to fill it. <laughs> we went over an hour, but we don't have enough material for another half hour. Right. So we're just going to slowly roll the car over mm-hmm. to Bill. Yeah. It'll take another 25 seconds. Yeah. You yeah. got this. Yeah. <laughs> and then the car goes dead, and then we get the aliens coming back for a second. Just to say, good job. Try invisible. 
Yeah. That's... No DJ is saying invisible. No. No. no nowhere. nowhere. No. Maybe an ad read. Or but maybe again, they, an ad read. And, and the aliens flew all the way here to say that. And as they yeah. broke atmosphere, they're like, I left the iron plugged in. All right. Just tell them about <laughs> invisibility. Let's, let's bolt. Like, do we not have, like, all right, so we made this suit that gives them superpowers. Can we not, do we not have long distance telephone? Like, do can we yeah, not, not get keep MCI? tabs on them somehow? Like, call. Just call. Yeah. Pick up a phone. Yeah. Now I will say a modern send, send dead dead guy down here yeah, again. Exactly. You know? Yeah. A, a modern version of this show though would have had some joke about him losing the instruction manual and the aliens being like, seriously, you lost yeah. <sighs> would yeah. you give him yeah. another copy of it? And then like that <laughs> yeah. get lost. Like that was a joke I kept waiting for it to happen and it didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't do that later on in the series. That's the problem. <laughs> So wait, how do I do it? And then they just leave, like. Uh huh. And that's the end. That's the end. Him jumping out of the car, asking for help. That's the end of this episode. <laughs> Flew millions of they miles. They want to talk about. They want to talk about all this covert stuff, you know, with Bill. Did you? He has the. the Ralph has the most recognizable face and hair. Oh yeah. Ever. Not oh, to yeah. mention they continuously yell Ralph, Ralph <laughs> all day in front of everyone. Yeah. Like we're not exactly playing Clark Kent here. Like no one's I gonna did, convince like, me that uh, Ralph like isn't that the hero with glasses. When when he's talking to Pam, um and they uh and he's like, Well you've you've got one up on Lois Lane, uh, you know, at least, you know, she doesn't know who Clark Kent really is. And I thought that was cute. Yeah. At that time, she probably didn't. When did Superman 2 come out? Because uh, like, she learned in Superman 2. I think Somebody's not up on there. Something. So it, was, it wasn't yeah, long okay, that. Yeah. One thing, All right, I'll give it a pass. Yeah. One thing I actually read about the series was that um, at the start of it, Robert Culp and William Catt did not get along off, off camera. And yeah. that animosity kind of fed into the way their characters interacted at first. And eventually they, they mm-hmm. grew to have a decent relationship as the show went on. But I kind of like hearing that. Like, okay. Yeah. So they, they just turned that into, well, we'll use this. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and make it into something, which I thought was kind of cool. William Cat had the same attitude with the suit. He <laughs> hated that thing. And you could see how much he hates it. Just the way he's trying to always flip the cape back. Mm-hmm. And just no capes. They, they no capes. tried. They tried to accommodate him, but to this day, he will tell you how how much he hated that suit. I I saw an interview he did on Good Morning America. I think during the first season, it was funny because the dude even mis like said his name wrong. So already, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> he was steaming. And he's like, "What's it like putting that suit on?" And he's like, "It's terrible. It's horrible. <laughs> it's the worst thing." I mean, the uh, the Star Trek Next Generation gang talk about that, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. spandex technology in the 80s was not awesome. And yeah. uh, no, those... I remember Gates McFadden talking about how they just stink. Like, they just all stink because you can't wash it. Nope. <laughs> like, oh, it's God. not. Mm-hmm. And it was just terrible. No, and, and the Star Trek uniforms especially were not flattering in any way, shape, or form to, to anyone, let alone, I mean, if you're in good shape or not, they don't look good, and they, they couldn't yeah. have been comfortable. At all, right. so I, I can imagine that that uh, that suit was not super comfortable. 
And you've ever, have you ever like worn a cape that only like that you tie around like that? Oh, one it's not good. No, you got to do. Yeah. I have it's my awful. my Ren Fair cloak. Right, I have the clasp, but then it has a ribbon that goes from the back that you tie around your arms and underneath, like around your back, so that it takes yeah. the weight onto your shoulders and not yep. your throat. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to keep that. Like the costume design here was ri- like even Superman's cape; it was long, so it was heavy, and it draped over his shoulders, shoulders. not like right yep. here. Like it looks awful, and I'm like, yeah, you, know, you remind me of being six years old because he mentions that at one point, mm-hmm. dressed like yeah. a six year old. <laughs> you tie the, the, the yeah. cape around your neck, and then you flip it around, and it's never quite long enough to do anything cool with. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's just there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I felt that. I w- I'm with him on it. I will say the symbol on the the um, uniform is is cool, like because it's it mm-hmm. it's weird. It doesn't look like anything else that I've really seen as a as yeah. a, like a comic book hero or anything. Um, no. So I like that. And if you ever watched the Big Bang Theory, Sheldon had a Greatest American Hero yeah. shirt that he would wear quite a bit, um, which yeah. is probably the second most prominent time you ever saw that symbol. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of like that. And that was what was it? It was inspired by the the handle of a pair of scissors that he had. Or that's the yeah. story that he tells anyway. Yeah, Cannell said in the extras for the DVD of the first season that costume designer was like, "Well, what do you want his symbol to be?" And Cannell's a writer. He's like, "I don't know. I don't care." <laughs> and the dude, I, just, I didn't think the that designer far ahead. looked at his desk, picked up some scissors, and like, "That's your symbol." And Cannell was just like, "Okay, cool." So I I tried to find scissors like that because i i had in my head a pair of scissors like that that had big red plastic you know square handles Mm -hmm. could find anything exactly like it but kind of makes sense the nice thing about that symbol though is it made it easier for them to flip the film when they needed to yeah Yeah. oh yeah symmetrical for the you know for stock flying and whatever it would have worked better if they had made him take off his watch and you didn't see which hand it was on. But <laughs> you didn't think the that symbol was better for it. And also, yeah, that... the the other thing about the symbol, it kind of resembles a Chinese character for center. Huh. And in the Hong Kong version named it the Flying Red Center Hero. Perfect. For that reason. <laughs> Amazing. I love good. international names for movies and TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, so they're the best. That was good. You know, if you put that that symbol on a black background, you have a really great death metal band symbol. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I bet. You know, sure. I think that would be perfect. Because I've seen that thing a bunch of places. I had no idea <laughs> what it was. You, you see things on there, and I'm like, what? that symbol looks like something I should know. Like, it, it, it oozes geekery mm-hmm. or yep. something. And I'm like, why don't I know what that is? And thanks to this show, yeah. I have now only I've identified it, and now I've I've seen the show that it came from. Yep. Well, there you so go. thanks, Audie. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this, Stephen. How much did you remember the theme song? Like, did you know the None. theme song before the show at all? None at all. Like, I think I remembered like the believe it or not part, maybe. Okay. Uh, but I could also be convincing myself that I knew it because everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh, you know it. Oh, you know." It. Everybody I talked to was like, "Yeah, you've heard that song." Like, maybe I mean, it was not. probably on in a mall. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. like you've definitely heard it in a mall somewhere. Well, yeah, yeah. Were, were you a maybe. Seinfeld fan? Because if you watch, no. okay. Because I was gonna say, okay. if you watch I Seinfeld, mean, I am, but I've never the, like watched it. You know the melody because it was George used it as his answering machine answering message machine. for an entire episode. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, I, I remember somebody saying that. I, I like Seinfeld, but I've never like sat and watched the series. Sure. Though I would love to. 
Because it's really funny every time I sit down and watch it. Yeah, we'll, maybe we'll get there. That fits in the classic TV realm now. So okay. yeah, we'll see. I mean, that song was so popular; it got to number two that year on the Billboard <laughs> charts. At the year-end charts, it was still number eleven for the year-end of singles. Good. Like that thing was huge, and that was written by Mike Post, and he wrote the the song, and then the lyrics were written by Stephen Geyer. And then it was sung by the American singer Joe Scarberry, Joey Scarberry. But Mike Post is somebody whose fingers is all in TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that. I'd name. say after this, probably his most known is the Law and Order theme. He t- penned that one. Okay. Um, yeah. I think he did A Team's theme and a bunch of other, especially around this time. Um, so the kid that played the son, he only has two credits. And it's this and an episode of the A Team. <laughs> hey, I mean, it. once you got that, what more do you need? You don't, uh-huh. I mean, you don't. You've peaked. That put him Write in your the, ticket, man. That put him in the Stephen Cannell uh, actor stable. Yeah. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like, hey, that kid we had for the for Greatest American Hero, bring him back. Yeah, he's credited as kid. Mm. So, oh, there you go. Yeah. Good that was a good role. <laughs> yeah, I like at least that. he's credited. Well done. Yes, yeah, true. True. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, he got further <laughs> than me. <laughs> I will say I do remember the song uh, because I don't know. Like, I know it played on like a uh, uh, top forty radio for a long time, and even after the series was done, like that song didn't go away. No, um, it did at all. So I definitely remember it. I remember the song much, much more than I remembered the show. Um, I will say that. That's true for a lot of people. The song, I think, most recently was prominent in Free Guy. They used it at one point. Mm, yeah. If you saw oh, that. Right. I could see that. So, yeah. And it's one of those songs. That it's it's a dumb song lyrically. It's so good, There's though. nothing to it. No. But those lyrics with that music, for whatever reason, just it's works. just magic. Yeah, I mean, it's work. like the epitome of the like upbeat 80s pop song. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was on the I Love the 80s CD that I had in the 90s because that was the best. Yeah. <laughs> Back when VH1 was a thing. Um, oh, yeah. Pop-up video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. Back when videos were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, That's like, really good point. It, was, it was a fun thing to watch. Like, I wouldn't – I don't know that I would – if I had free time at some point in my life, I might <laughs> seek out and watch some more episodes of it um, because I, I had I had fun with it and I'd like to kind of see what they did with it. But at the same time, if I don't ever watch another episode of it, I'm not going to be super upset, like feel like I missed yeah. something because I did at least see it. I heard the song. I know the rough idea of it. Okay, guy gets a super suit, sort of gives him powers, but he doesn't know how it works because he's an idiot and he doesn't know how to read an instruction manual. Cool. All right. <laughs> Got it. And they're fighting the Reds. doesn't know how to keep an instruction manual. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Keep. Steven, what'd you think of it? Oh, man. I, I I led with my opinion. But yeah, I'd, I'd totally watch more of this. Similar to Travis, though. Like, if, if I had... If it was on ABC and I was just sitting down and flipping on the... T- I would be there for it. You know? Like, before bed, psh, this would be my, my jam. Because I'm a big Superman fan. There's superpowers... I mean, I I don't know how you get much better than that. Mm-hmm. The, the quality was good, and I like the acting. I like the dude. I mean, 
I was I was in. It was super cheesy. It had like some GI Joe esque stuff going on, <laughs> but I I I think it was a successful pilot. It makes sense that the show continued because um, everybody needed to find out what happened to Rhonda and the child custody <laughs> like, battle. Like, never mind the suit. I'm tuning in next week to see does he keep his kid. Um, they really knew how to sell you on what was important. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that's what the show is all about. Oh, yeah. No, it's fantastic. I I loved it. I would do it again. A plus. Amy, what'd you think? Um, I I had a good time. I had a lot of questions. <laughs> obviously, I was I I don't know what I thought it was going to be. Right? Like I think because, like I said, I I I wasn't super familiar with it beyond like the I love the '80s series that ran, and I remember, and I think I had like. Like Mork and Mindy, but he Mork is a superhero as like my general idea of how it was gonna go. Um, well, that's a show I want to watch, I mean, right? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, but I mean, it was good. Like autoplay was like, all right, we're gonna put on the next episode. And I was like, no, 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 no we're good right now. Thanks though. <laughs> I'm all set right now. Thanks though. Um, yeah, like I wouldn't be opposed to watching more. Like if it comes up in the rotation again, right? As like there's an episode that fits the bill. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh man, come on. <laughs> like it'd be fine, but I don't know that I'm, I don't know that I'm really settling in sure. to watch more. That's fair. <laughs> the funny thing I'm is, I'm not a big this... superhero person anyway, though. So my to sell me on superheroes is not. A simple task. So. <laughs> it takes some work. <laughs> this just didn't do it. No. I'm, I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> That's okay. I like superheroes <laughs> enough for all of us, so I'll take that on. It's funny. This show ran for three seasons. They tried to reboot it a couple years later mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the greatest American superheroine. All right. Fell flat. Yeah. So flat that they never ran the series and they reworked the pilot to be another episode in the episodes that were airing as they were in a syndication. Oh, wow. In syndication. Like, they just kind of tack, <laughs> tacked it on. Like years that. later with the main cast, brought them back for all this, and that was it. Wow. There was rumors of them trying to redo it uh, more recently, and it just never went anywhere. ABC never yeah. picked it up. and uh, I th- uh think uh lord miller were attached to it at one point which i would have really I'd loved to see yeah um i could see it, that it, but i also i kind of feel like this is a thing that needs to sort of stay what it was like there are shows sure. that i wouldn't mind seeing redone but like i had no a couple of years ago they they rebooted magnum pi and they rebooted mm-hmm. yeah. um macgyver, MacGyver. and like both MacGyver. of those shows i felt like no let those be what they were like they were perfect in their Amazing. time Miami Vice. Yeah, yeah, like these shows that are, are perfect in their time, just let them be that. We don't have to necessarily modernize everything. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't take a character and redo him, right? I think that's the, the issue. MacGyver is a character. That's, you know, and yep. and Magnum P.I., same thing. You could remake Hawaii Five O because it's about, like, a department in Hawaii. Yeah. You know, okay, mm-hmm. I'll take that. Miami Vice, similar, as long as similar. you're not using Crockett and Tubbs, yeah. I guess. You could kind of go that route. Um, but, yeah, something like this, you could reboot it, but you can't – You, it's got to be a whole new set of aliens and a new suit. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And a new 
idea around mm-hmm. it. You know, it can't my, just be, oh, he lost the instructions. <laughs> Let's go. Here we go again. <laughs> my argument has always been that the NBC series Chuck is yeah. kind of a reboot. You a know, little bit. I can, I can see where you're bit. going with like, that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I love that show too. But <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think we'll ever see this anytime soon again at all. And I, I'm with you guys. I think I think it definitely can stay where it's at yeah. and be just fine where it's at. That's oh. wonderful. They're in the past. Mm-hmm. And if it's you want to watch more of it, it's all out there. Like, I forget how many seasons are on YouTube and just about every streaming service alive has some season or a couple of seasons of it. So. Yeah, and want to watch it? Honestly, like the first season of the show was only I think ten or twelve episodes, so Mm -hmm. it's three seasons of a show, but it's like forty-four episodes. So it's not like it's a huge commitment. You can, yeah, you can get through it if you want to, because they're not all an hour and a half long either. Right, right. Just that first one. (laughs) Just the first one. (laughs) Which a lot of pilots did. They started. A lot of pilots would start as this feature-length thing, and then just be two-part episodes later on. When mm-hmm. they re reshowed it, yep, which is what they did with this one. Sure. So that has been the greatest American hero. I hope you all enjoyed it. All right. So next week, wait, who's got next week? I got next yeah. week. Nice. All right. See, so I got next week. What so do we got? You all, you all have homework. And Amy, I apologize. No, 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 because just... this is the only one. Do you understand this right here is the only one that I am super excited (laughs) to tell the audience it is your job, your mission, should you choose to accept it, to watch Batman 1966, season one, episode one, entitled High Diddle Riddle. Don't make me get on my soapbox, Amy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to go. We're going to watch this, this, Jim. And I. I am. This wasn't the original pilot that I was going to pick, but I'm very happy uh, that this is the one that popped in my head after I couldn't find the other one, which was the problem. Finding pilots in old yeah. TV is kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. So, I definitely uh, also don't this. promise that we won't dip back to this Batman at some point because there <laughs> oh, are a lot of very quality episodes. That's happening oh, yeah. oh, yeah. for sure. Very yeah, excited. It's, There's it's so much in in this Batman to talk about. Yeah. So I recently watched Batman, the movie, Batman and Robin, with my son. And I hadn't watched it since I was, like, 12. You know, the one where they, like, turn dehydrate the UN or whatever? (laughs) It's the most bonkers thing I've ever seen. And I grinned from ear to ear from start to finish while everyone else was going, are you serious right now? I'm like, yes. Yes. This is the best thing I have ever seen. Holy rusted metal, Batman. Yes. That's just got, oh. just the, got me the bad shark repellent, Robin. Oh my gosh, I am so excited for this show. Um, so yeah, that's that's next week. So tune in for uh, Batman nineteen sixty six next mm. episode. Can't yeah. wait. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. So that's it for us this week, folks. We have been your host, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, Travis. <laughs> same bat time, Amy. same bat channel. Yeah. We'll see you next week on Those Were the Days.